Welcome back to our living room and to the Life of Garrity podcast. This week we are talking all things The Great British Baking Show. Here's what happened. Netflix lost The Office in January. So all of a sudden, we could no longer watch The Office without downloading one more streaming app, which I'm sure we could do. It's like $5 a month, whatever. But I knew it was time to switch it up. I've never been a big like TV person. And then what happened was three years ago, maybe? Yeah, three years ago. I had just been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and I went through a really weird dark place and Ryan turned on the office one night and I just, I couldn't stop. I just, I I watched it front to back for, I spent like six weeks watching it front to back nights and weekends. And then it's just been kind of, we've watched it off and on. We've probably watched it front to back again three or four more times since then so anyway it's like a it's like a comfort blanket right netflix no longer had it so we were like all right let's find something else that we're interested in and one of the things too i know last week we talked a little bit about burnout but one of the things for both of us is that our day jobs are so mentally exhausting they take everything out of us and Sometimes you just want to watch an episode of The Office. You know what I mean? I feel zero shame in that. Anyway, we wanted to find another show and everyone had always told us to watch The Great British Baking Show. And here's the thing. When somebody tells me to watch a show, I do not want to watch it. I hate when people give me recommendations. I don't know why. It's I don't know if that's an Enneagram 3 thing or what it is. But I'm like, how dare you recommend that I need to watch something? Same with books. I'm like, don't even, do not recommend a book to me specifically. Now, if it's someone on a podcast who's saying, hey, I love this book and I'm going to tell you all about it, then I'll go buy that book. But if someone's like, Lori, you really need to read this book. I'm like, you know what? Middle fingers up. I will never read that book. So anyway, Great British Baking Show. People always raved about it. I just, because of that, I just didn't want to watch it. I was like, absolutely over my dead body will we watch that show. So one day, I don't remember what I was doing. Maybe I was doing a yoga class or something. And I come out to the living room and Ryan's watching it. And I was like, okay, this is annoying. And within like 10 minutes, I'm sucked in. And now I need to know who's going to win the technical. And I need to know who's going to go home that week, right? So if you've never watched it, don't worry. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know. And then you don't even have to watch it if you don't want to. But then if you do, now you have a little bit of background. Here's the thing. We're on like season six now, I think at this point. I want to say there's 10 seasons. And I believe when it originally aired, it was called The Great British Bake Off. And then Netflix retrofitted it for Netflix and changed it to be called The Great British Baking Show. So anyway, that's where the name came from. And it happens every year in the fall in this gorgeous field. There's this giant tent and... That's where the competition takes place. And I want to say at the beginning of the episode, at the beginning of the season, there's 12 bakers. And each week, one person gets sent home. And the last episode of the season, there's three bakers. And then one person wins. 
So also what you need to know is that every week there's three challenges. So the first one, oh, now I'm gonna forget the name of the first one. Oh my gosh, please hold. There's three challenges every episode. So the first one is called the signature bake. That bake, they actually know about ahead of time. And Ryan and I have theories about how far in advance they know about it. At this point, we think that they know about it essentially a week in advance. Anyway, they already know what that is and they have time to practice it at home. So they'll give them like specific, you know, specific guidelines of like what kind of cake or, or what kind of bread or whatever. And then that's what they make. So then the second bake is called the technical bake. Now, this, they have no idea what it is until the minute it starts. And it's like a highly technical, difficult challenge. And a lot of times it's a bake that no one's ever heard of. Or, you know, like the bakers are like, maybe I've heard of this, but I've, ne I've never made it before. Or maybe it's sometimes it's even something where they're like, I've never even seen this before. I don't even know what it's supposed to look like. And they have to like just figure it out. So that one's always really interesting. And then the third one is the showstopper bake. So the showstopper, they also know in advance and they can practice it all week long. So each episode, there's three challenges, two that they know about, one that they don't. And then each week, one person gets sent home and one person is awarded the star baker. So the first, I wanna say four seasons, the two judges were uh, Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. And it was really fun. And, and there were two hosts. I don't remember their names. And it's funny because you like you just get used to the, the overall vibe, right? I should probably make sure I'm still recording. Please hold. Okay, we're good. So you just kind of get used to that, right? Well, then season five, they leave Paul Stays, but then... They get a new person, Prue. She's now the other judge. So at first we were like, what is this? But then by the end of that season, we had like fallen in love with Prue. And then they also switched up the two hosts. So, and at first we were like, no, this is, you can't, you can't be messing with the vibe here, but it ended up being a great change and we were stoked. So I want to say we're on season six now. And it's funny because like the first couple episodes, there's 12 people and then 11 and then 10. And you're just like, I don't, you don't really know everyone quite yet. And you're just kind of trying to figure everyone out. But by episode four, you're all in. And like, you already know who you like, who you don't like, who you think should have gone home or who needs to go home next. And it like really becomes this like fun, interactive thing. So I can see why so many people love it. And then today I was cruising around on Netflix and I found that they have a series of the Great British Baking Show called The Masterclass, where it's Paul and Mary who are making the bakes that they ask everyone else to do, that the people who are doing the challenge. So that is really interesting. I haven't, uh, I started the first like 10 minutes, but I'm really excited to watch that and kind of just like see how they do things. But anyway, it also, I have a huge sweet tooth. So it has made me like really want to bake more. And so that's been a problem. Like I definitely was like, I'm gonna cut back on sweets after the holidays. No, then we started watching the Great British Baking Show and here I am making freaking scones every weekend. You know what I mean? 
So that just really hasn't happened, but it's fine. We're going to live. Ryan's going to interrupt us any minute, I'm sure. Okay, the other thing that I thought was really interesting was in therapy, I had been working on, you know, I think I've talked about this a little bit in the past. I don't know how like deep into it I've gotten, but there's a lot of like disordered eating that can occur when it comes to restrictive diets that are required because of a health condition, right? So if you have an autoimmune disease, you might try the autoimmune paleo protocol, and which is really great. However, it can over time kind of warp your uh, relationship with food, which has absolutely happened for me. And I've been kind of battling that the last couple of years. But anyway, a few weeks ago, we were talking about some tools and one of them was to describe my food in great detail. And it was hilarious because I was thinking about it and I'm like, that is like what they do on the show. They go through, you know, when the judges are are going through and, and looking at everyone's bake, they comment, they, they look at everything, they visually inspect it and they comment on what they see and then they cut into it and they comment on that and then they and then they eat it and they comment on that and you know they talk about if it's overbaked or underbaked if it's overproved or underproved if it has a soggy bottom you do not want that or does it have you know is this sponge stodgy you don't want that right so it's funny because the last few times I made um, made scones, Ryan like pretended like he was a judge on on the show, and uh, you know, just kind of described it in great detail. So anyway, I don't know if that's helpful, but I I thought that was really interesting, and it's something that I'm I'm definitely going to try to do more often. You know, like really when I'm sitting down to eat, rather than like grabbing my phone and checking my email or you know, something like that, like really sit down and, and pay attention to like what's right in front of me. And also I feel like that will spark more joy in eating and cooking because I think too, when I started Remicade a couple years ago, like I really lost my zest for life and I just lost my desire for food and, and my excitement. And I've been baking forever my mom is a great baker, although she always denies it whenever I point it out, but I grew up eating amazing baked goods. And when I went paleo the first time in 2012, my first goal was like, I'm going to find a way to make everything that I want to eat in a gluten-free way. So I've just, I've been into it for so long and, uh, you know, watching this show just like really sparked something in me. Anyway, I wanted I wanted to just, you know, keep this as like a, a lighter episode to kind of talk about something fun and uh, what I'm doing now that, you know, what I'm watching now that I can't watch The Office, right? So if you are into The Great British Baking Show, let me know. I need to hear all about it. I need to know how it's changed your life. I wonder if they've come out with a cookbook that shows off like all of the best bakes that would be amazing i don't know if they'll ever do that
If you liked this podcast, please rate and review. And if you screenshot it and email it to us with your mailing address, we will send you a fun gift from one of our favorite companies for Sigmatic. All of this information is in the show notes. See you next week.